We live not far from a place billed as the happiest place on earth. You know that? We all know Walt Disney Studios for the classic films from the past. And here on Labor Day weekend, I can only remember the one classic film, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, where we were introduced to the song, Hi-ho. I won't ask us to sing it, although we probably could. This is the happy tune that the dwarfs sing, not only as they go to work, but they also sing it on their way home from work. I don't know about you, but as I remember, there were days that I wasn't particularly happy to go to work, or for that matter, to come home. Anyway, that's my introduction for today's message. It's Labor Day weekend. It's a weekend so many people celebrate. Many kids look forward to it because there's no school. Some offices are closed tomorrow, and, but lots of them will be open and people will be going to work just like any other day. I'm sure they're singing, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work I go. Labor Day is a major holiday. It's the changing of the seasons in a way. Uh, it kind of marks when summer ends and fall begins. And even though we celebrate Labor Day, not one of you got me a Labor Day card. We don't decorate our homes the way we do other seasons. I don't see a Labor Day tree. And for sure, I'm not going to get any Labor Day gifts tomorrow. Many people across this land will not even be in church today because they'll be off enjoying a long weekend. And yet, Labor Day is important for us to be reminded about work, about what work means to us and what it should mean in our relationship with Christ. The first time we hear the word work in the Bible, it comes with God doing the work. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, we read, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God finished his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. And so God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because in it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Now, when many of us look at work, we may look at it as sort of a necessary evil. But that's not how work was supposed to have been. I believe that when God was creating the heavens and the earth, when he was dividing the sky from the land and the waters from the mountains, when he was creating all of the animals, I believe God was having a blast. I'm sure it was fun, exciting, full of passion and action. We see that a few verses later in Genesis 2, verse 15, where it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Now, the Hebrew word here we read in Genesis 2.15, it's not the same word for work 
that we saw when God was working. The point of working was not to be a pain in our lives. It was not to be a punishment or make us suffer. That's not how it was intended. But then sin entered the world, and everything changed, including work. Now we see what God said to Adam about work in Genesis chapter 3, after the fall of man. He said to Adam, God said, Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. Work was no longer pleasant. No longer was there the thought of cultivating a weedless and thornless garden. Now the garden was filled with thistles and thorns. This is why we struggle with work. It came about through sin, and what should have been a joy became a painful endeavor. So with all of that in mind, how are we to respond when we are supposed to work? And when I say work, I'm also referring to being a volunteer. I'm also talking about playing in the band or in the bell choir. I'm also talking about kids in school, performing in sports. In the end, it's work. It's all about how we approach living life on a daily basis. In Colossians chapter 3, Paul wrote these words about the things that we do. He said, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You're serving the Lord Christ. Whatever you do, work heartily. Literally, Paul is telling each one of us, whatever you do, put all of your heart into it. In some ways, it's that simple, and yet that complicated. What is it that you are doing in life? Are you working? Are you retired? Are you in school? Do you volunteer? What do you do? Can you put your heart into it? That's what Paul is telling us. Don't just go through the motions. Don't give eye service. Basically, that means only doing work when you're being watched. How many of us know people that do that? Too many people don't like their jobs. They maybe don't like school, or even what they're doing as a volunteer. So what do they do? They just go through the motions, and their heart is not in what they do. But Paul is telling us in Colossians and Ephesians 
We shouldn't be out to please people. We aren't out just to get a paycheck and to get an earthly reward. Although, yes, a paycheck does help pay the bills, but that's not really the reason that we should be working. The reason that we work is to glorify the Lord in whatever we do. Now, back when you were in high school or in college, the goal was to find a profession that ultimately pleased God. For if you're pleasing God, you're going to be pleased as well. It may not be easy. It may be difficult. But you see, if you're following Christ, you'll be serving Him, and you'll find more joy than you ever imagined. So as we go into the workplace, maybe later today or tomorrow or Tuesday, no matter where we go, no matter what we do, no matter what we participate in or volunteer for, do it willingly because you're seeking to bring honor and glory to Christ. Ultimately, we have to answer to Christ for all that we do. As we move to the close this morning, the words from Paul are clear from Colossians 3. Whatever you do, work with your heart as for the Lord and not for men. You're serving the Lord Christ. And keep that in mind when it's not as much fun as you would like it to be. In the end, that takes prayer and it takes a life that is firmly balanced by our relationship with Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit that He gives us. He placed in us. Remember this this morning. No matter what we do, we are really servants of Christ. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen.